hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax Escarpment, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin. Yes, good morning, one and all. We'd like to uh, invite all our new listeners to the show. And if you're a big fan of the show, welcome back. We have uh, lots to talk about today on the Hamilton Real Estate Show right here on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Zamperin in studio with Rob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, 905-575-7700. RobGolfy.com is the website that's Rob. G-O-L-F-I dot com at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram and you can also like Rob Golfie on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate, Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. If you have a topic that you would like us to discuss or you have a question for the Golfie team, send us an email questions at robgolfie.com that is questions at robgolfie.com. A special hello to our special in-studio guest for the first time ever we understand he's been pining to get on the show and finally we've opened the doors and uh, jeff golfie <laughs> is on the show jeff is also a sales representative with remax escarpment realty the golfie team jeff good morning Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. It's been uh, 104 shows later. <laughs> I, fin- I finally, finally. made the gets the call up. So why is it taking so long? What's going on? Uh, I'm too busy. I think it's producer Jerry. Producer Jerry hasn't given him the call yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Saturday mornings are for selling houses, so I decided uh, to come out today. Okay, all right. Yeah. Taking a break from... A break. Uh, big birthday weekend for Jeff, yeah. too. Really? Yeah. Just, I just turned uh, 30 yesterday. Wow, yeah. the big 3-0. Yeah. It's all downhill from here, my yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> now, everybody... But he'll be younger than him and older than him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, lots to talk about today. Uh, we will be discussing viewing homes during the recent ice storm, uh, how to protect yourself when a house reno goes bad, condo owners making big gains, but nearly half aren't making enough rent to cover the costs. We will begin the show with where to buy real estate in Hamilton in 2018, and some great news for community just down the road in terms of uh, all of Canada. Uh, where to buy real estate in Hamilton? There's a lot of great pockets in this city. What's at the top of the list? Yeah, so uh, Money Sense Magazine recognized, you know, they, they picked out five of the top places in Hamilton or the top streets in Hamilton or, right. or the top neighborhoods to buy in Hamilton uh, in 2018. And at the top of the list is is Ottawa Street. Um, you know, obviously a very popular place to, to buy. Um, charming shops. They got, um, you know, the price appreciation in the last two to three years has been uh, significant. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably see this at the top of the list this year and then and then probably fall off the list really? next year. Just because it's, it's you know, as the appreciation goes up, it's going to become, you know, Everybody it, it wants to off, find, right? yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to find that little that little pocket where where it's just about to turn the corner, um, where the investors are going to start coming in and, and fixing up the properties. But mm-hmm. um, as the neighborhoods grow together, it's it's it, then it becomes unaffordable. Like I remember, it was the Stinson neighborhood, right well, that, before that, the Stinson School loft, and those those um, those houses were really affordable. But as soon as that that you know that school got redone and they fixed up some of the parks around there. 
it just became became crazy. Well, like you, you know, everybody detached, wanted to live. Your it. average yeah. price house in that in the Cincinnati neighborhood is probably close to five hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Where yeah. you know only two or three years ago, years ago, maybe even four years ago, it's you know you can get a detached two story house for three hundred. Wow. So it's it's you know the people that have have you know bought there and stayed have been very lucky but the investors also see a you know a growth opportunity where they can can see an attractive cap rate where if they're going to come in and, and fix up a house there's houses on that same street going for for a uh, you know a, a good amount where where they can you know it's a it's a low risk investment for them to go in and do a flip I drive I drive down Ottawa Street every single day and I, I always look around and, and see what's what's developing and everything else and I, and I do feel Ottawa Street is a little bit of sleeper. Sometimes we have some investors. They prefer to be more southwest, like uh, near. Um, um, oh God, I'm, um, I'm going blank on uh, on uh, not uh, where's Lock Street. <laughs> <laughs> mental mental block. I was going way southwest. Yeah. So uh, so investors like that southwest area. Right. But there are some good deals that are happening on Ottawa Street. And the Ottawa BIA, I think, is the one that has the uh, the food trucks that come once a year. Yeah, yeah. And it's changing. I mean, yeah. I, that I'm telling you, that is a sleeper area for buying real estate. And uh, and, and I think they're, they started digging for uh, uh, some foundation, but they stopped. I'm not sure if they just cleared the building there. But you're going to see you're going to see that area in the next 10 years become a very vibrant mm. area again, like it was. In probably in the seventies and eighties, when uh, they had the uh, gar- garment district, wh- I mean, uh, right. or whatever the textile uh, yeah. area. Well, they got a lot of great antique shops down there. It's it's not right next to a transportation hub, but I mean, it's fairly close to you know the Red Hill, the QEWs, you know, not too far away. So transportation wise, that's I think attractive for millennials as well, and the price in many cases is right too. The cotton right. the cotton factory is a huge pull yes. too there. That's uh, with the artisans, and you got I know people doing soaps and charcuterie boards mm-hmm. and all that stuff out there. I but as as these other like neighborhoods get become so, you know, they're become so expensive. Like Lock Street right now is just insane. Like right. it's yeah. crazy expensive. It's you you know, you're you're seven hundred thousand dollars for a detached home that's, you know, in a good, in a decent condition, and you know anything that's done up with you know all the upgrades and all the finishes, it's you're over a million. It's well, it's just insane. It's also the commercial real estate. People are getting pushed from high rent for commercial from Lock Street, James Street. So now they're pushing further further east. Right. And now Ottawa Street used to be one of the big ones. Again, over time depreciates a bit, but now it's on the rebound, and you're getting it. You'll see you'll see Ottawa Street looking like Lock Street mm-hmm. and James Street. Let's talk about some of the other uh, neighborhoods on this uh, Money Sense magazine list of uh, the best uh, areas in Hamilton to uh, buy real estate. Uh, Ottawa Street, number one. Uh, number two and three, Crown Point East and Crown Point West. If someone is not familiar with where that is, w- w- that's, what's, what's the area? That's right. That is that's so, that is the Ottawa Street area. Yeah, okay. you're, you're just, yeah. It's all you're the just same west. neighborhood. You're just west of Ot- yeah. Ottawa Street. And the main, the main thing in that area is you're close to, you're going to be, you're a few blocks, depending where you buy, to Tim Hortons Field. Right. You're a few blocks south. You got Gage Park, uh, and then again, you're still nice and close to the Red Hill, mm-hmm. Ottawa Street, or if you just want to take a drive down King or Main, and you're at uh, you're at James Street. I think right now Crown Point is probably the most affordable flip yeah. for an investor. Really? Yeah. If yeah. an investor's going to come in and flip a house, look in the Crown Point neighborhood. Um, we see a lot of the, you know, a lot of the pr- houses priced between that that one ninety nine and, and three hundred mark. Yeah, that go into multiple offers all the time. Hmm. Um, 
there there's there's some hidden gems out there yeah, too there's, because um, it's a, it's a good neighborhood to buy and it's it holds its value very well and uh you know there's been multiple multiple situations where people come in and and, and can turn around a house and, and make 50 to 60 grand on yeah. it. Yeah. Jeff, you were saying about Yeah, I have gems. a couple buyers that are specifically, I have it searched just on Crown Point, east and west, and they're looking for those uh, two-story. One-and-a-half story. One-and-a-half one story, three-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could look depreciated. It could have siding, and they, they know there's probably brick under there. Right. Um, and yeah, you're you're finding good deals that you, and it doesn't take much to flip them. And are, are these homes on Ottawa Street, the Crown Point area? Are these mostly geared towards that first time home buyer, or are we seeing some retirees going in there because of you know that price and you know a com- low maintenance combination of both? You're, yeah. you're getting the combination yeah. of both uh, because you got a lot of bungalows and one and a half stories yeah. there, so they have uh, main floor uh, uh, bedrooms. And uh, it, it, it's there, and it, and it's a affo- very affordable, mm-hmm. very affordable. It's like I, it's a sleeper area. Like I, I really do feel that uh, anybody that buys any real estate in that area in in five to ten years from now, they'll benefit just as well as the people did in the Lock Street area or anywhere else in Hamilton. But it's it's it, the wave is coming towards that way now because it is getting too expensive mm-hmm. in the West End, Southwest, and West. You want to find the ones with the uh, with the high basement ceilings. And because a lot of them, some of them don't like, you you know, some of them are only about five and a half feet, but yeah. there's, there's some that, that, you know, six or seven feet that you can completely finish the basement. Right. Cause there's like a lot of two bedrooms. Right? It's a huge thing in Toronto right now where they're digging out four, four feet below grade to, to add that ceiling. Just so height. they can add that living oh, space yeah. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so rounding up the top five of bl- best uh, places in Hamilton uh, to buy real estate, according to Money Sense Magazine, Gibson at number four and the Corktown neighborhood in number five. The Duran neighborhood or the the uh, so, Lock Street didn't make it in there. Yeah, no, yeah. too it's too high. <laughs> too, as, <laughs> too soon as, as soon as we moved in, uh, <laughs> Gibson uh, Gibson I think is between uh, Wentworth and Sherman. Again, okay. affordable area. Yeah. I think we just sold one in that uh, in that area, um, and uh, it, we listed it for three hundred. We actually got more than three hundred for uh, for the houses. Uh, a, a couple that lived there for over fifty years, uh, Italian couple. And in um, moving into uh, a home, and uh, they, uh, yeah, they uh, w- very well taken care of, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, did, did very well. The price it was priced really well, and uh, and, it, and it's affordable. It, the house moved within a, a week, and uh, yeah, it's a great area to to own a house now. Corktown as well. Any any thoughts on that? It sounds sounds like a Toronto neighborhood. Yeah, it it's does. Got that feel, Corktown. <laughs> yeah, Cork, I live in Corktown. Yeah, I live in Corktown. <laughs> I think that's what's attracted a lot of like two three years ago. Torontonians moving in. Yeah, you're right under the escarpment. You're right at the top of James. Uh, you're near the golfy team office. Yeah, uh, you're near the hospital. So you can either jet up mountain access. Mm-hmm. You're qu- quick that way. Uh, head across to the west end, or you're right, you're right on James. Yeah. So yeah, the the, the uh, Going back through the, you know, rounding out the top, the top of the list, Ottawa Street right now has mm-hmm. an average um, home price of three hundred and thirty thousand five hundred and eighty-nine, and and it doesn't vary, you know, between the top five neighborhoods that we just talked about, it doesn't go any less than three forty-eight. So it, uh, wow. you know, right, coming around th- the three hundred and fifty thousand dollar mark, very affordable for a first-time buyer, um, and uh, you know, uh, it's we expect you know these numbers to appreciate a lot more. Uh, looking at the top 25, uh, we talked about uh, Locke. Nowhere in the top 25. <laughs> no. Stinson is number nine. We mentioned that. Yeah. Um, uh, other neighborhoods, you know, Inch Park at 18. 
Uh, McCasset, 22, a couple of uh, neighborhoods on the mountain. Uh, rounding up the top 10, Homeside at 6, uh, North and East at 7, Normanhurst at 8, Stinson, as I mentioned, 9, and uh, another part of Gibson at number 10. Uh, Gibson at number 4 was Gibson Stipley, so uh, south of King Street, uh, again, at 330 is an average price. Great value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you also, you also have people looking uh, at that future LRT line. So yes. you want to be on that uh, in the East End Parkdale area. Uh, that's that's a hard yeah, when, when yeah. Fred was in here, that's what I was saying. You know, yep. I, I mentioned that on the uh, on the show that that there's a lot of people that come in from Toronto and that are starting to become more familiar with the LRT and and talking about the LRT and it's important to them to be walking distance to that to that line. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's going to be huge. Yeah. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, some of the uh, cities across the country to make the uh, Money Sense list of top cities to buy real estate in 2018. That and a whole lot more still to come on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Joining us as well in studio, our special guest today is Jeff Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, all with the same last name and yes, all related. <laughs> <laughs> you can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob GolfiE.com at Rob Golfi on Instagram and Twitter. Find Rob Golfi on Facebook and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, email questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, that same email address. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, viewing homes during the recent ice storm. Man, was that ever a wicked storm with rain and freezing rain and ice pellets and frozen lockboxes. You expected it to to just slow down and the next day uh, you walk out of your front door and it's just and it's winter again yeah <laughs> uh bad news for uh, a lot of the homes on uh, the lake ontario shoreline we'll get to that a little later on in the show we'll talk about how to protect yourself when a house reno goes bad we'll also discuss uh, condo owners making big gains but uh, nearly half aren't uh, making enough to uh, cover the rent, which is uh, very disturbing. But we'll continue our discussion about Money Sense Magazine coming out with a uh, a list of cities across the country. We kind of focused on Hamilton in our first segment of uh, top cities to buy real estate. In Hamilton, Ottawa Street was number one, followed by Crown Point East, Crown Point West, Gibson slash Stipley, and Corktown at number five. Nationally, number one on the list. Anyone surprised that Brantford, with an average home price of five hundred six thousand, is number one on the list? I'm not surprised. I've been saying Brantford and Guelph for the past two years. Br- Brantford price-wise is great, but just uh, getting out of that uh, city, going uh, if you if you work in a GTA, you it's got tough. heavy yeah. traffic. Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's a, it's a tough uh, it's a tough drive. 
uh, audit there going on the 403 there. It's um, mm-hmm. it's 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 brutal. It's, At least you know, you're avoiding the Skyway. Yeah, <laughs> but, but <laughs> I, I think it's a little better than the Skyway. I, 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 no, no. The Skyway has like this 15 minute pocket. And yeah, it's, like it, it's yeah. you have to get there before that 15 minute pocket. Otherwise, or yeah. it just bottles up. Otherwise, you're sightseeing. It's, like, <laughs> it's like if you forget your keys in your house, or if yeah. you forget, you know, you forget your lunch, and you got to run back and get yeah, it. That's the difference it. between you know being yeah. a half an hour earlier and half yeah. an hour late. Like, yeah, yeah, it's and it's, it's, it's insane. But the, but that drop, but that 403, it's a long highway, and if you're stuck in there, like there's no. Like, like right between Brantford re- and Hamilton. Can't re-route. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So if you're going Brantford to Hamilton, that's a 25 minute drive, 30 minutes. Yeah. If, you know, there's a little bit of traffic, but yeah, there's nowhere else to go, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you, if you're in a traffic jam, you're you're done. Yeah, right. There's no there's it's no a, interchanges it's or a there. Yeah. Uh, so Brantford number one. Now, Jeff, you were saying you've been you've been saying Brantford and Guelph for the past two years. What yeah. what what's the insight there? Uh, affordability. Uh, you got the industries going there. I I believe it said uh, it's a nice city. Nice city. Mm-hmm. Uh, your affordability. You got a lot of homes that just need to be updated, and people are doing that. Millennials yeah. are getting that home improvement plus mortgage, and buying two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars homes, and putting fifty in, and then they're worth probably around four hundred now. Wow. Um, when we look at the uh, comparison in terms of distance between Brantford and Hamilton, you know Grimsby, as we yeah, were talking, compa- I said earlier, it's, it's the yeah. new Grimsby. You're, you're twenty. Grimsby's twenty minutes to Hamilton. Brantford's mm-hmm. twenty minutes to Hamilton. Uh, people are just rerouting, and they're looking on Google or putting the address in Google Maps and looking at plugging in. How far is my drive going to be? Yeah. Uh, door to door, and they're looking at twenty five minutes. Okay, that's doable. Yeah. And then you do Brantford to Oakville. Okay, forty five minutes on a good day. Uh, and it's the same thing for Grimsby Beamsville. Mm-hmm. So it's just flipped. Guelph's a little bit further, but still, you know, further. Highway 6 Guelph's is a pretty awesome. good access. Yeah, yeah. Guelph, yeah. Guelph's, Guelph's awesome. It, they have a lot of big anchors in terms of industry. They have, yeah. like, they have a university. I think their university outside of Brock is probably one of the fastest growing universities yeah. in Canada. Sleeman plant, um, you know. The, yeah, the Sleeman plant. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, their downtown core, it's like tons of trendy restaurants. Yeah, it's really nice. And, yeah. It's uh, it's, Historical it's, it's buildings. really hipster, like really, mm. it's really cool downtown, and you got the old churches, and then and then Guelph, they're all about like you know very environmental, right? So mm. you, you have the um, you know, there's tons of like trails and and uh, conservatories, yeah. and, and arbituaries and stuff like that. It's a cool you know cool place to be and cool mm-hmm. place to live. So I can I'm not surprised by Guelph being up there. Yeah, Guelph number four on the list. Uh, Peterborough is number two. Victoria, BC, which I kind of find a little interesting because mm-hmm. you know the BC real estate market, especially Vancouver has been nuts. Uh, Victoria, with an average price of 975 is third on the list. So maybe... This is just some carryover, maybe. Well, you know, maybe, yeah. A lot of yeah. people in Vancouver getting too, um, you know, too inflated in terms of a price, and they're, they're checking out the island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Kingston is number five. Uh, Hamilton is 11th on the list. We're behind Abbotsford, Vancouver, which is interesting, uh, Barrie, London, and Kelowna, B.C., and then Hamilton is number 11, and St. Catharines slash Niagara is 12th. Surprised that we're that low? I thought it would be higher. Yeah, I, I think uh, we've been at the top of the list for a while, so they just want to get <laughs> it to somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I, I am surprised because uh, we're still affordable, and, uh, yeah. and we're, you know, we get an average about 27 I, I think 27% of GTA buyers uh, right, now. right now coming <laughs> into Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but but they are driving the prices up. Um, so, with, you know, just... Support- I, I can see uh, St. Catharines and Niagara climbing that list mm-hmm. for sure in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, just with the amount of retirees and, and people kind of 
take um the you know cashing out cashing like, out yeah. you know yeah. and, 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 and moving taking, taking the equity out of their house and, and, and moving down towards the niagara way but what happens is a lot of people do that and then they'll go they'll go buy a small bungalow or a small you know a small condo townhome right. and they'll end up buying you know a, a vacation property right mm-hmm. and that's why you know the condos that have gone up in grimsby and the condos that you know that are going to go up into into vineland a lot of the retirees are going to buy that because they're only going to live there three or four months of the year and they're mm-hmm. going to have a cottage or a or a you know a, a condo down in uh, in Florida, so so that that's where I can see those prices driving up, and that's what the uh, you know the condo townhomes and the condo uh, buildings will 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 get um, you know those prices will will go up. Yeah. The GTA buyers coming. I've had I've had a lot of clients that uh, live in Niagara and they have a vacation trailer at either Shirkston or Bissell's, and that's it's only like 10, 15 minutes from their house, mm-hmm. but they're vaca- they're vacationing so they can go to and from home easily if they forget something yeah. or uh, not battling it. traffic yeah. going to the Muskokas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can actually enjoy your full weekend. That, that, yeah. That's the way to do it. You're not yeah, stuck in traffic for four hours uh, both <laughs> ways. Uh, Kitchener, Cambridge, Waterloo at 14. Uh, interesting. I always, always, you know, thought of this community and, and I guess the, the trifecta of communities as uh, really enticing because it's on the 401, easy to get to Toronto if you work there, easy to go up north if you want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's at number 14. And Toronto is 19th, uh, just uh, behind Winnipeg and ahead of Moncton, New Brunswick. Toronto's too, too expensive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we got nothing to say, I guess. <laughs> we, we, we beat Toronto up on the show so much. Yeah. Well, and it's the Hamilton Real Estate Show, and all we talk about is Toronto. So we'll, we'll let Toronto... Well, I mean, uh, they have a b- major sure. impact on we'll, we'll, a lot of things, yeah, including real estate, right? Yeah, tons. I, I, you know, it's, I don't understand how people can do it. Like, like you have these new-built condominiums, and, and they're starting at 600000 for you know, seven hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like you know, how does somebody afford that? Like, it's the, insane. The incomes in Toronto don't even support that. So it's 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 you know what I mean. It's a lot of people are, are renting, right? A lot of the homes are, are owned by yeah. by investors, and and it's that's kind of you know who's bought up the market and, and where the mar- the market is right mm-hmm. now. Uh, also, according as we wrap up this Money Sense magazine uh, issue of the top uh, cities in Canada and where to buy real estate, the average five-year rent increase in Toronto is the highest among all these cities listed at one thousand one hundred ninety-five dollars. That's just the rent increase over the last five years. That's a lot of money. It, over that's five probably years? doubled. It's probably doubled in the last five years. Really? Tr- yeah. yeah, it's yeah. probably doubled. More, more, more people are making more money now, and um, there, it, it's again, it's still hard uh, to find. Uh, well, I mean, not hard to find a place to rent, but if you want something decent right in the downtown location where you mm-hmm. want, uh, you're going to have to pay. Uh, and it, and you're getting sometimes like four 400 square feet for, right. what, 1500 bucks, maybe more. Yeah. Wow. And that and that's like some people's bedrooms. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? 400 square feet. I know, uh, I know like a part of the major companies, a lot of the big banks, they have, you know, they own a lot of, a lot of apartments because a part of the recruitment process is saying, "Hey, you know, we'll offer you an apartment or we'll offer you a condo, right? Um, and 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 we'll pay for it." I know for you know for a short t- time, a lot of a lot of people were you know being put up in hotels and and they would you know as as they did their co-op or something, they would stay in a hotel. But but the banks are realizing, or the you know the big companies are realizing, if they want to recruit the talent that they need. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you got to give them a proper yeah, place to stay. Them, right? Yeah, it's, it, and that it, it makes the transition much easier. Yeah, because well, if somebody goes downtown and they need to rent out a space, it's it's hard. Like it's it's really hard to do. Yeah. Well, as long as the economy keeps going, was it were, were, was it you on the radio this week talking about um, like in Canada um, every three years they're bringing in about a million immigrants into Canada mm-hmm. every year, yeah. and then in Japan 
they've lost 30 million. Oh, yeah. Their population has been going down for a few years now. And and they've they've been going through a recession for over 20, 25 years. So, and they've got neighborhoods that are empty because they're losing, first they're losing uh, their their population. Mm -hmm. So they're obviously leaving the country. Yeah, the birth rate's gone down. The birth rate's gone down. And now their real estate values have come down quite a bit. So as long as we're bringing... Um, 300,000 people into Canada every year, plus the, the, the people that are born in Canada, mm-hmm. our, our population is, we're going to get up to 50 million uh, probably in about 20 years from now. Yeah. 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 So it just... Um, so, so are you saying a good place to buy is Japan? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully, they, hopefully their population grows. This is the Rob grows. Golfie overseas yeah. office. <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> but uh, no, but, but Canada is always going to, the economy is always going to go. If we have recessions, they're just going to be a slight recession like we had in 2008. It's not going to be like what we had in the early 1990s, uh, if, if people uh, were old enough to remember the, that recession, and that it, it, like no jobs, businesses were were struggling. Mm-hmm. It was a it was tough for industry everywhere. The whole the whole world, especially North America, was uh, was going through tough times. But then when we went through a 2008 recession, it was just more of a blip. I mean, and. Uh, so that's because we're bringing immigrants that have money into this country. So if you're if, if you're immigrating to Canada, I mean, you're buying a house within a year and a half to two years, or even as soon as you get off the airplane. So th- that's driving our economy. Um, but uh, but I mean, if we stop bringing those immigrants in uh, within three years, we're going to notice it. Like builders, they got to build a million homes every three years. Hmm. For us to accommodate these new people coming in, so so the the the, the economy is just driving based on these immigrants coming in. So we just got to make sure we got enough people in the world that want to come in every year for <laughs> yeah. the next hundred years here. I think yeah. Canada will always be an attractive place. To I live. think so too. It's, it's, yeah. I don't think we have to worry about that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know why people would want to come with our climate the way it is. Well, I was just going to say, besides <laughs> besides the weather, it's a, it's an amazing place to be. But but um, <laughs> you know, obviously the climate drives a lot of industry, and that's a, you sure. know, a, a reason why you know we have a lot of exports. So it's a it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, as a point of reference, too, the average five year rent increase in Hamilton is uh, nine hundred twenty. Eight thousand, or at least was nine hundred twenty-eight dollars. That that compares to one thousand one hundred ninety-five in Toronto. All right, let's move on. Uh, Condo owners making big gains, but nearly half aren't making enough rent to cover the costs. Not too surprising, I don't think. Yeah. So so basically, what this means is is the condo owner or whoever owns the condo isn't getting enough rent to cover their mortgage payment, their condo fee, and their taxes. Right. Right. And in Hamilton right now, I'd say the average cap rate is what five to eight percent. Average. If you're doing, if you're getting five to eight percent on 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 an income property in, in Hamilton, you're doing well. Right. So what they're saying is, is Toronto, you're you're having a negative cash flow. So these investors are only making money off their appreciation of the of the condo unit on their which, equity, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. Like this. Um, we're gonna. This is. I think we can expect this to happen in Hamilton in the next five, five to eight years. Yeah. Is, is we're gonna have a negative cash flow on investment properties. Right? That's so, that's in good areas, but in in the uh, in the north end, you, you the cap rates are are really good. Like there's, um, if you can get a duplex for you know three fifty four hundred, <laughs> needs a little bit of work. Um, you you can get a good cap rate on on, on some areas, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously, the better the area that you're in, the better the tenants. The the the, the you know the right. worse yeah. area you're getting uh, tough tenants. So is that cap rate fluctuation based on uh, tenancy or, or vacancy rate? No, so it's just based on your your return on your, your, your return, return on your investment. investment. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 But if you don't Down. have tenants, then obviously you're not going to make money. Exactly. Right? So you yeah. So 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 Vancouver went through this about two or three years ago, where they started seeing negative negative cap rates everywhere, but but in, 
an investor is okay with it just because if he's making, you know, if the real estate market market's going to make five to eight percent off appreciation value, then then that's where you make up your money. Mm. Um, but you you necess- your your cash is out of hand every month, which a lot of people might not be comfortable with, right? So so every single month, you know, you're you're taking your rent payment, but you still have to pay an extra two hundred or three hundred dollars just to carry the house, right? Right. I know a lot of people. It's it's tough. You know what I mean? If you, you don't you don't want to be cash out of hand on an investment property, but if you're able to make this up on the sale and, and make you know twenty percent on the sale of the property at the end of the investment, mm-hmm. or when you're ready to cash out, then it all it all comes back. Yeah, to if you're right. looking long term, you're fine. Yeah, and that's yeah, but what, and, for somebody carrying more than one or two or three properties and they're cash out of hand yeah. every single time, it could, well, it, it, it hurts. It's and snowballs. Then, and then yeah. as soon as one you know if, if one goes vacant, now now you're you're paying you're paying the whole mortgage right instead of just a quarter. You're, you know what I mean? Especially so for a young tough. investor, a young investor, he uh, they'll struggle even more. So if they own two three properties. And if they're losing maybe two three hundred dollars on each property, if they have two three months empty, they are in seriously a serious cash flow right. problem. And yeah. I know they changed the lending restrictions right now. If you have more than three properties, you have to have a hundred thousand dollars capital in the bank hmm. right now. So if you're going to go buy your third property or your fourth property or your fifth property, after you buy that property, after you put your down payment in, you have to have a hundred thousand dollars cash. Right. Um, liquid, and that's just because if uh, for vacancy rates, and and vacancy rates are very low right now. Um, probably not an area of concern, but that's just the lending mm-hmm. guidelines. But the, by the rule, uh, yeah. by the banks. Are you? We only got about a minute here. Are you more likely to make a little bit more money on those multi-unit dwellings, like you know the, those four pads or eight pads, as opposed to uh, a home with several tenants inside? Um, yeah. it, or does it, it depend it, on it the depends, area? It depends. It depends on the uh, on the uh, the ca- the cap rate. Um, like if you have a sixplex or or an eightplex, yeah. um, it, it just there's it a requires certain, more maintenance. D- d- yeah, right. but there's a certain point investor will just not go beyond that, yeah. and then and it and then you hit the limit. But we just sold one on um, on Victoria Avenue, which uh, the cap rate was down to three three and a half percent. Somebody actually bought it, hmm. and that's a you know like he's taking a gamble there. He's banking on uh, uh, appreciation of, yeah. the, of the value of the property, and hopefully that that's where he's going to get his return. All right, we got to run. When we come back, how to protect yourself when a home reno goes bad, and we'll talk about viewing homes during the recent ice storm. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Our special guest today is Jeff Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call all three of them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. 
Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. You can also subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Have a question for the Golfie team? Email questions at robgolfie.com. If you have a show topic you would like us to discuss, questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Viewing homes during the recent ice storm. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. But how to protect yourself when a house reno goes bad. I'm eager to hear what you guys are going to say because I'm going to be renovating my top floor <laughs> this summer. So three, two, one, go. We we always hear <laughs> these these stories like like you know oh I got set up with this contractor. A friend recommended me him, and then and then it and then it, it goes bad. It, it goes bad yeah. all the time. So I think I think the number one thing is is reputation, right? If you know, don't use a friend of a friend. Yeah. Use a company. You know, use you know, like I said, even even the way you look up real estate agents, you know, surf Google. Let you know, reviews. check out their reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, see who they are. Call you know, call upon you know if they have a, you know, if it's just some guy answering from a cell phone, or if they have a uh, administrative representative answering the phone. Um, you know, if they have a brand, like there's 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 a lot of things that you can do. But but even when you do have a company working for you, it's it's important to set a strategy right. and a budget, right? Um, and it's just all managing expectations as to where this renovation is going to go. Mm-hmm. Because you can easily, it's it's the easiest thing is to go over budget. Yeah. But, you know, have a plan in place from the beginning. Yeah. Um, know exactly what you want and how you want it with the time frame and the budget and make sure that's on paper so, so you know, you're both on the same page, mm-hmm. right? So the budget part, I would think, is easy. You know, a family or, or an individual has, so, you know, so much money to spend. They go to a reputable company to say, all right, here's my budget. What can you do? When, when you're strategizing with that firm, what should you be talking about? Yeah, but I mean, so... You're, you're going to get a quote, right? Mm-hmm. And if if the quote comes on a on a ripped piece of paper on, on the back of a <laughs> that's napkin, a red flag. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, yeah. it's a red flag. You yeah. want to see a nice quote with right. with a nice headliner, you know, the company name, um, address, and, and I'm not saying you know anybody can do that now, but but you can just say by the demeanor of the quote and mm. and and as as he he or she presents it to you, presents the quote, you'll have a good understanding right away as to you know how prof- you know what professional you're dealing right. with and and yeah. how professional they are and and, like, and they're going to be right. Um, and, and, and they should be able to, you know, that company or that, that person should be working with you to ensure that you don't go over budget mm-hmm. and to ensure and, 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 and lay out possible, you know, possible techniques or, or things that can happen in the event. Right. Right. It, you know, if they're, if they're, if they're, you know, tearing down a wall and they find something, you know, this, this, this might have to happen right. here or, or there. The what yeah, if. Well, my sister's, uh, she's looking at, uh, uh, renovating, uh, the basement or, you know, finishing the basement. Mm-hmm. So she got a quote uh, from somebody, and he's kind of like, he's not a, an official uh, guy, <laughs> but apparently Bob. he's cheaper. Okay. <laughs> he's okay. cheaper. And he, she did see another basement. I said to her, be, be very careful. I says, I know this guy. He's insured. He's reputable. And yes, he might be a little more money, but he is going to get the job done, mm-hmm. and he's going to get it done right. And, uh, and, I, and I just get scared because what happens is when you hire this, you know, friend of a friend, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, that does this on the side, uh, yes, there are some good guys that do that. But then you might get that one where now you're fighting. You mm-hmm. got, they've got, you know, a third of your money or, half, or three quarters of your money. Right. And, and to bring you're nowhere some, near done. Yeah, and, nowhere near yeah. done. To hire somebody else, now it's going to cost you an additional right. 10, 15,000. So I, 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 I'm trying to stress to my sister, you know, be careful. Don't. Don't get you know sucked in from the cheapest guy. The cheapest right. guy, I'm going to tell you, is not always the best one because they, that's the ones that you have problems with. Mm-hmm. And then you get the right guy to come in, and and it ends up 
costs you more money. Yeah, it's a classic case of you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd always, I'd second recommend getting everything in running, uh, writing, and then also getting uh, performance-based installments. So hmm. uh, obviously they'll take their deposit and to buy materials and all that stuff. And then they had probably, what, once they finished 20%, again, here's your check for that part. Right. Um, because you never know, you can give them a big lump sum and they'll show up a month from now mm-hmm. and say, hey, I got busy with other side jobs. Right, right. How important is timelines too? Because, you know, the, a project can last for uh, a couple of weeks or it can drag on for a couple of months. Right? Well, I had a brother-in-law that uh, had a kitchen done and it took, uh, I think, what, six months to a year? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because he went to the cheapest guy and wow. he had to finish it himself after. Oh my gosh. So, you know, th- you there's, think the there's a perfect... Company these companies have calls coming in where there's other people that want their services and right. want want you know renovations to be done or whatever. So yeah. for so for that company, it's in their best interest to, to finish one project and move on to sure. the next. Yeah. And, and they obviously don't want to drag it out because it, it, that's just bad business for them. Yeah. And then right? the small guy wants to start up the next job. He knows once he starts, they're going to stick with him. They mm-hmm. have they have they have he, to. And he doesn't want to lose it. Right? Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to turn away jobs. Right. Nobody wants to turn away work. Yeah. But yeah. but if the, the the company has the capacity to handle it, where the, the small guy on his own might not be able to. Right. And might be juggling a few yeah. projects at, at, at once. Right. At once. Yeah. I, I've always thought about the reviews. I know we got to run here, but. Uh, I've read reviews online, and sometimes I read them and think, you know, is this the company writing, a, you know, a review on behalf mm-hmm. of their own, you know, staff? Um, like, how do you know that's a real person no, saying? You know what? what no, what they're they're. I, I'd say if it's one 90, or two, n- if it's like if you go on and there's one review, that is, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I, I would I would say uh, it yeah. might be. But if you go on and there's fifty or sixty or, 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 or a hundred reviews, yeah, 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 it's you know, legitimate, legitimate, yeah, legitimate, it's, legitimate. Yeah. All right, we've got to run. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, last weekend's wicked ice storm and how that impacted viewing homes in our city. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfi, Philip Golfi, and our special special in-studio guest, Jeff Golfi, all sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. Call them today at 905-575-7700. RobGolfi.com is the website. Send the Golfi team an email with questions or show topics if you'd like. Questions at RobGolfi.com is the email address. Questions at RobGolfi.com. They're on Instagram and Twitter. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can find past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Last weekend, a week ago today, uh, it was winter again. And it still kind of is, but uh, <laughs> yes. even though technically it's spring. But uh, we had uh, rain, freezing rain, ice pellets, snow, high winds, we had the, cold uh, temperatures. We had the Rogers Center get rained out. Yeah. <laughs> a chunk yeah. of ice fell from the CN yeah, Tower. The and CN Tower, the they had to block off the yeah. streets around it. And yeah. that was dangerous. I saw one video of a guy walking. Yeah, and it, it just near, it, and it nearly he missed hit it him. by a second. Just missed yeah, like and if he was walking five seconds or oh, two seconds faster, he would have got a bang right on the head. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how did this impact viewing homes in the city? Must have been fun. Um, it, it, well, <laughs> we, we we did. Uh, I did get a couple of calls that some homes had some water in in their basement. People were getting water inside their house just from. Um, you know, just water rolling over the east troughs mm-hmm. and then going into the house. That's why you got to have your east troughs cleaned up. Um, it uh, it didn't it, it did affect it because the, the the market did quieten down this past our showings, past week. Like we 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 can 
gauge kind of our showings. We have an appointment center, and we can see how many calls are coming in and how many appointments were booked, and they were way down. Yeah. Like, like people were not going out, out of their house. All our open houses were canceled, <laughs> um, and not just ours. Everybody, everybody. There's a lot of um, a lot of real estate agents that canceled their open house and yeah. just said it's you know the driving conditions are way too bad. Um, you know everybody kind of stay inside and and uh, and and take care of yourself. But yeah, nobody. You know the appointments were way down, mm-hmm. and, and and so we expect this year and in, in the next coming weeks to kind of make up for for what the weather's been like. Right. Um, yeah. We expect that that the market yeah. will start to pick up for people that that have been wanting to get out and see homes um, that they haven't been able to. But they're not going to lose that desire to go out and buy a house. That it's going to kind of all come at once. Right. Right? We're just going to get hit with a wave where, right. where appointments are going to are going to be up just because people haven't had the opportunity. Nobody wants to go outside and look at a house when it's negative. Next, yeah. next, next yeah. week's going to be nice. Rain. Next so, week's going to be so nice. That first weekend of the of the of the spring, it's going to be it's going to be busy. Yeah. The um, with the uh, with the the storm that happened uh, on Lake Ontario with uh, the houses on Windermere, oh, yeah. Church Street, and and Green. Green Road. Did you did you see that picture they had in this in the Spectator? Unbelievable. That yeah. house there on the corner. That guy just finished renovating no the house, way. complete from top to bottom. Oh. I feel sorry for that guy, and uh, he just like I mean he did everything, and it's this just, is the blue house, the, the blue, blue house, house on the yeah. corner. It's just finished. Gorgeous house. Just, yeah. it is. Go- it's, 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 it's if you walk in that backyard and, and that the view of of where you are on yeah. that. It's, it's I would never think the water would get there. So on a lot of homes that have uh, the break wall as a straight wall. They're the ones that got the biggest problems because when the waves are crashing, it, it's it's forcing trying to get through. Now that's why when they do break walls, they're trying to do it on a forty-five degree angle, mm-hmm. so that when the water comes in, it's not it's not hitting hard. It's just kind of breaking slightly. Right. But uh, Windermere, I know I know Windermere. I, I don't know if you know that street, but the 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 shoreline uh, is like twenty feet, ten feet from the back window. Mm. Now I personally, I've sold houses on that street. And I would personally never buy a house there that j- close. That close, just because, like, there's never been a storm like this. But look what happened. Yeah, like it's just well, wait, when it what, does happen. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's well, debilitating. And they, right? and they yeah. created a fund. They created a fund for to help these people that had damages on uh, on their houses because I think a lot of insurance policies don't cover for uh, things like that. Like I I don't know. Like like I'm I'm sure that if if you're insured, they would cover it. Mm-hmm. But why why would there be a fund? Uh, for people, yeah, yeah, this is the disaster it, relief it, municipal fund. Yeah, right yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's not even like it was. You know, the water was cu- like the house was underwater. Yeah. yeah, like the the water levels was halfway up the garage. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're it's seeing just, you're seeing people on Facebook live from their living room yeah, showing water. Videos. Water, yeah. it's just going right down the street. Yeah. Insane. Jeff, you had a story about uh, a hidden room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, up in West Lincoln, I had about last year, I had a client buy an older farmhouse uh, in Camden. And nice little town, there's probably like, I don't know, 80 homes. And they were away during that mega freeze. So I was out ice fishing. I can't believe it was like minus 40 <laughs> on Coots Paradise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe it. And I, they get home from their two-week vacation in uh, Florida. They say, Jeff... My pipes are frozen. I said, okay. I sent them uh, uh, a, co- a contractor who unfreezes pipes. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. So he had to go down, jackhammer through where all these pipes were going. He was trying, following the trying pipes. To, trying to figure out where these pipes were going. Pipes so he, he got through the first foundation wall, and then there was a gap. And then the pipes were going into another foundation <laughs> wall that he didn't know even existed. Wow. Went through that, and what it was was it was a completely hidden room. Yeah with furniture, with everything. And 
it what what it was was the old uh, cistern tank that they made a room. No way. And they think they were it was fully furnished, so they think they were hiding someone or someone was living down there wow. back in the day because this home was probably a hundred years old. Yeah. So, Holy cow. Yeah. Room. Any pots of gold? Down so there's there? so there's a filing cabinet. And they haven't opened it yet. It's locked. So uh, they're waiting to have a nice summer day to have a filing cabinet opening party. Wow. So You'll they, have to we, come back on the show and tell yeah, us what's in there. Yeah, some files, some money, some <laughs> who knows what's down there. Yeah. we got to go. Guys, thanks for coming in. Thank Great. you. Enjoy Great. the rest have of the week. Have a good uh, weekend, guys. We yeah. are back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHM.